Welcome to the Thought Boss Podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm here to show you that all the help you need is already inside of you and that you're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. I'm glad you're here. Now let's turn you into a Thought Boss. Hey guys, welcome to episode 43, Marching to the Beat of Your Own Drum. So this was a highly requested episode after I did an Instagram post about uh, essentially the idea that if you're not marching to the beat of your drum, whose drum are you marching to the beat of? This is a big thing that I work with my life coaching clients on is not doing things because we think other people want us to do them. Now, I want you to know that the the way that you were raised... When we are born, our programming is to find the person who's in charge, okay? And the person who is in charge is your mom, your dad, your whoever's taking care of you. Now, the reason it's important to know this is because you might be shaming yourself because you're not marching to the beat of your own drum. We are trained to march to the beat of our parents' drum. The things that our parents say when we're growing up, that's just like the gospel to us. It's like the truth. Like we would never go against what they say. And then we turn into teenagers and we kind of realize, oh, our parents are just other humans. Where I don't want you to go is to say like, oh, my parents totally messed up my life because they thought this, this, and this. No, your parents were doing a great job being humans. And now it's your job to make sure that you intentionally decide whose drum do I want to march to the beat of. So let's just assume we are all marching, okay? We're all marching, we're all walking, we're all doing life. And the beat of the drum is kind of like the music that we are marching to. The first question that we have to ask is not whose drum is it, but do I like the music? Do I like how I'm living my life? If the answer is yes, good, we're good to go. For probably all of you, you're, you're either gonna say, you know what, there's no part of my life that feels like me, it all feels like my parents and like what like is just safe, doesn't feel like who I really am. Or you're gonna say, I like my life, but I bet there's parts of it that I would want to change if I really looked at it and asked myself, okay, is this part of my life actually what I want it to be? Now, it might not be your parents. It might be your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your best friend. We find safety in doing things that other people do. And so if you're doing something that other people are not not doing, your brain is going to put up the warning flashers and say, this is really dangerous. You need to find something to do that other people are are already doing or else you're not going to be accepted. You're going to be kicked out and like you're going to die essentially. I promise your brain is just, if you've listened to the previous episodes, you know that it's just always looking for safety. It it wants to make sure that you're going to stay alive. And being like other people is this great way to stay alive, okay? But we are not here to just stay alive. That's not your job. That's the job of animals and plants. That's their only job. Their job is to stay alive and to make more plants and animals and continue on the cycle. 
You are not a plant and you are not an animal. You are in charge of so much more than that. You have a human soul and that human soul wants to do something bigger. And I guarantee that you have felt this call before to do something with your life that is not just surviving. So if we were it, I, I want you to be open to this idea that like, maybe I could change my life and it would be safe. And I also want you to be open to the idea that like, I'm not going to get it all at once. Maybe it's going to take some time for me to figure this out and that would be okay. I have been surviving. I've been okay. I've been somewhat happy and there's nothing wrong with me for marching to the beat of somebody else's drum. I just don't want to do it anymore because it just is really painful to be like inauthentic. So I know that's really a buzzword, but when I mean authentic, what I really mean is like, you just feel good about being you and being authentic is not this destination. It's, it's really a journey. It's you intentionally every day, listening to your inner voice more than you listen to the voices on the internet and the voices of your parents. And you don't have to do that in a way that just says, screw you, I don't care about you, you suck. You don't have to do that at all, okay? If that's where your brain is going. What you can do is just ask yourself, if I was loving them and loving me, but not loving one, like not loving them more than I love me and not loving me like in a bad way more than I love them, what would it look like to love both of us? Most of us are going to be in a place where like you're good at loving other people. You think what you're really good at is like managing other people's emotions. But if you were truly, truly loving them and you were loving yourself and it was possible to do both at the same time, what would it look like? It might look like you deciding that you want to, you have always really wanted to be a dentist and you just didn't do it because your parents thought that that was dumb and it was a bad investment and it wasn't like what we do in this family. And if you were loving both of you, it would look something like, all right, you know what? I love me. I honor the things that I want. And right now I'm going to go be a dentist. And I also love my parents. And so the way that I approach them when I tell them about this decision is just going to be like, Hey guys, I love you so much. You're amazing. You guys might not love what I'm doing right now. Maybe you will. I don't know. doesn't matter. But I just wanted to let you know, I am going to go to school and I'm going to be a dentist. And thank you for your love and support. You guys are amazing. You know what I love about you is this, this, and this. And it just comes from a place of believing that they didn't do anything wrong and you're not doing anything wrong. It's okay that you were raised to believe that your parents were right. I'm raising my kids to believe that I am right because they do need a sense of right and wrong in the world. And I'm doing my best to teach them what I think is right and wrong, but I don't have it figured all out. And the other thing I'm doing is I'm trying to instill in them this idea that they can also know what's right and wrong, but also like you're going to have to do things while you're in my house that I approve of. <laughs> so it's kind of this difficult fine line because 
we grow up and at some point we go from believing our parents are just the most amazing things ever to realizing, oh, everything that my parents think is optional for me to think. So you might have to do a little journaling. In fact, I would really encourage you to grab your journal, grab a notebook. By the way, if you haven't started a coaching notebook, now is the time to get your own notebook. This is a side note, a tangent, but I love blank notebooks that have no lines and no dates, nothing, because I find that I work best when I just have this blank piece of paper. Sometimes I wanna draw something, sometimes I wanna write, sometimes it doesn't really go in lines and it really helps me to feel free. So if you're kind of like me, just go get a sketchbook, empty papers, keep it in this spiral and start to journal on what do I love about my life? What do I believe about who I am? What are some beliefs that I think my parents have about me and do I want to keep those? So as you're growing up, you're kind of this like blank slate a little bit because you are not really sure who you are. You're a baby and your parents just start telling you who you are. They might have told you, oh, you're so funny or you're so smart or you're so pretty or you're not good at this, but that's okay because of this. Now, hopefully they didn't give you a negative sense of self-esteem, but if they did, it's not a problem. I was not raised in a home that gave me the best idea of who I was. I basically had to raise myself. My parents were just not available for me all the time, most of the time really. And that's okay. I have a really strong sense of self-esteem now and that was not their job. In fact, that is not their job anymore either. It was never their job and so I'm not gonna fault them for something that I am responsible for. I take responsibility for how I feel about myself. And so in this journaling exercise, just write down what do I think my parents think about me and what, what of those do I want to keep? What sentences about me do I want to keep? And then ask yourself, all right, like if I was starting from scratch and I could just decide what I believed about myself, what would I want to believe? My mom always told me I was clumsy. She was always pointing out when I would hit my toes on things and when I would bump into things. And she said that I was really accident prone. And honestly, I still kind of believe that because I've never really examined that thought that I'm accident prone. I've never like asked myself if I want to keep believing that. I just decided at some point like that that was true. And it was probably the first time that she told me that because our parents equal safety to us. Don't blame yourself because you believe the things that your parents tell you. They're not doing it because they know the truth. They're also not doing it because they want to hurt you for the most part. Um, so now that I go back and I think about this thought of I'm accident prone, do I want to keep that? Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that really serves me. Every time that I hit my toe on something or I bump into something or I drop something, I tend to reinforce that belief that I'm accident prone and I'm really clumsy, but I don't like that thought about me. So I'm just gonna choose to get rid of that one, whether it's true or not. You're not under any obligation to think the truth about yourself. 
You only have to think the thoughts about you that you want to keep. The sentences in your mind matter. The things that you think about yourself, that's who you turn into. Don't just put this to the side and think, oh, it doesn't really matter what I think about myself. No, this is one of the most important things you could ever possibly do is the work on deciding on purpose, what do I think of myself? And asking yourself that over and over again. When I ask myself the question, what do I think? What I'm really asking is like, if I loved myself 100% and I didn't think it was a problem to be me, what would I think about this part of my life? I would think I'm doing a great job. I love myself. I'm an awesome human. I'm figuring things out. It's not a problem to take time to figure things out. Anything that makes me feel calm and love and peace about who I am, those are the things that help me progress because I'm not stuck in a place of believing, well, I just am who I am and there's no way that I can change. So when it comes to marching to the beat of your own drum, the first part is choosing the thoughts that you want to think about yourself. The second part to marching, oh, and by the way, and doing it from a place of love, love for yourself and love for those who have had thoughts about you in the past, and now you can lovingly let go of those thoughts. The second part of marching to the beat of your own drum is allowing yourself time to figure out the things that you actually want to be part of your life. So I've had to do this with my clients where they're like, I have no idea what I want for my life. I'm completely clueless. The truth is you're not. Nobody is completely clueless when it comes to their life. You haven't spent 30, 40 years doing absolutely nothing. For sure, you have some kind of idea of what brings you joy. Now, make a list of those things and also be open to the idea that I bet there are even more things that I've never discovered that would bring me even more joy. What if, what if I gave myself time? What if I gave myself some love and some opportunities to find out what I actually like? What kind of things I like to do? How I like to feel? What is my normal mood? And what's so important here is that we don't make ourselves wrong for being different than other people. We tend to believe there's one kind of good person in the world, and that's the kind of person that wakes up at 5 a.m. and goes for a run and is super in shape and is doing all the perfect things. They're making lots of money. They planned out their life perfectly, and their life is going according to plan, and they have perfect self-control, and they never have self-confidence issues. We put that person up on a pedestal and just decide that that's the right way to be a human. Here's what I want you to open yourself up to. What if you already know the right way to be you? What if you don't have to be a perfect human? What if you only have to be a perfect you and you're already doing it? Open yourself to this idea like every time that the something inside of you says, oh, I think I might like that. That sounds really interesting. You pay attention to it. And instead of saying to yourself, well, that's not good enough. You should really be starting a business and making millions of dollars. Instead of saying that, when your heart says, I want to learn how to make chocolate cake, you say to yourself, oh, that sounds amazing. Let's go try that. This is how we create joy in our lives 
is by listening to ourselves instead of telling ourselves, you shouldn't like that, that's dumb, you're fat, you're ugly, you're wrong for wanting that. We, we go into those cycles. So be open to the idea that you can trust yourself. There's nothing wrong with the things that you want. There is nothing wrong with you not wanting to have a life like somebody else's. If this is blowing your mind, it's blowing mine too, because I'm thinking of all the entrepreneurs that I think I have to be like when the truth is I'm doing a great job at being my kind of entrepreneur. I don't want somebody else's life. I want a different life. And maybe there's similarities and I'll ask for help in those areas where somebody has succeeded in that area, but my life is going to be different than theirs. And I like it. I approve of myself. I approve of my wants. I approve of my desires. All right. This is a short and quick episode on marching to the beat of your own drum, but leave me a message on Instagram. If you really resonate with this and share this episode with one of your friends and have a discussion on it. All right. I'll see you guys next week. I love you. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to make your mind a safe and peaceful place to be, I want you to sign up for a free coaching consultation and together we're going to find out exactly what makes you tick and we'll fill your relationships with yourself, with God, your business, and other people. Because when you feel good, you can do good. I know that the world is waiting for the special magic that you have to offer. Don't make us wait any longer. Sign up for a one-on-one call with me and become the thought boss of your own life. Go to thoughtbosscoaching.com or find me on Instagram at thoughtbosscoaching.com.